Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Having a lot of fun here. Tremendous Football Thursday. Costco's Barkley and you here on the BetQL Network. Simulcast by our friends at Stadium for the next hour and 40 minutes. Connor Allen stops by 20 minutes from now, giving us his favorite prop bets for Week 15. Herm Edwards coming up 40 minutes from now to kick off hour number three. Former NFL head coach, ESPN NFL analyst, the great Herm Edwards stops by in 40 minutes. All our bets for tonight coming up in the final hour. The power hour of the show. But joining us right now to break down Week 15 in the National Football League, we normally have him on Wonderful Football Wednesdays. It's great to have him today on a tremendous Football Thursday because I guess he was at the White House yesterday. Like our our guy Baldy doing doing big things right now. That's why Baldy wasn't on the show yesterday. I'd say slightly more important than coming on. You better you bet, but only slightly. Uh, Baldy is on Twitter at Baldy NFL Odyssey Sports NFL Insider and host of the Odyssey Original Podcast, the best football show baldy welcome back to you better you bet it's nick and ken happy week 15 in the nfl to you and yours how the hell was the white house uh, i was good i was uh my friend uh larry doby was receiving the congressional medal of honor on behalf of his father uh larry doby so it was good we, we were out there he had a good turnout a lot of uh a lot of guys gene banks and some guys that played football and basketball with the duke were all in attendance so it was uh it was really a nice event man it was Good to see his father receive, uh, you know, uh, some an award that he should have probably gotten a long time ago. Interesting, but I, I had no idea that's why you were there. We heard you were at the White House the other day. I mean, I, I've never been to the White House other than like taking the tour. Is there anything like you know interesting you can tell us, Baldy? Like obviously, aside from like the ceremony and and the reason that you were there, just like a lot of people have never been there, never been there in that capacity. Was there something like unique or interesting about it? Like something you saw, somebody you met? Like what else can you tell? I'm, I'm like always fascinated by this stuff. Tell us something else that was interesting about the White House. That we'll do football. We we were in this hall. I mean, we weren't. You know, we didn't have access to, you know, the house, but, you know, we were kind of ushered into a particular hall where the event was. And, um, you know, I mean, it looked like something out of a museum uh, with just all the history. And really, uh, all 50 states were represented by famous figures from those states. Um, You know, so, you know, no matter who it was. So every state was represented with a huge, huge statue. And so we're in that kind of a room where you can feel the history of, you know, uh, the history of our country was in that room. So, th- like, just where we were was was really pretty cool. Did you uh, did you almost get bitten by Joe Biden's dog? 
just kidding. We can talk football no. here. Uh, yeah, that's good. And by the dog's name is Commander. Nick, we will do the Commander statue of New York. Was the statue of New York <laughs> of Nick? <laughs> All right, Baldy. Let's uh, let's talk some football coming up this weekend. You know, you'll be on the call of the Texans and the Titans. We'll get to that game coming up in a little bit. But let's start Baldy in Western New York with the Bills and the Cowboys. Game of the week for sure in the National Football League. Buffalo coming off. Uh, I guess it was like technically an upset win in Kansas City. Um, Dallas throttling the Eagles on Sunday Night Football. Buffalo is a two-point favorite in the game. It's like co- close to like a coin flippy game, basically like pick the winner. Total 50 and a half. Maybe we get some like inclement weather in the forecast. We'll see over the course of the next couple days. Baldy, who do you think wins and why on Sunday, the Bills or the Cowboys? Well, I think uh, one of the underrated aspects of this Cowboys season has been the play of their secondary. Obviously, Deron Bland has received a lot of attention, but Stephon Gilmore is as good a corner as there is in football. He's played great. He was great against the Eagles last Sunday night. He forced a fumble out of A.J. Brown's hands. I mean, if he wants to lock up and challenge Stephon Diggs, he's going to do that at times. He'll travel with them. I just feel like Dallas, I mean, it's far more than Micah Parsons and Deron Bland. Like, Donovan Wilson is healthy. They've figured out Marquise Bell and his role and how good he is. Um, I like the Cowboys defensively to really throttle. Uh, Buffalo, I think Josh Allen's going to give it a heroic effort. He needs to for them to have a chance. And we haven't even begun to talk about just how dynamic this Cowboys offense is, how well they protect Dak, how well Dak is moving, and the plays that he's making. I just think that I think Dallas is just far more complete a team than is Buffalo right now. Baldy, I, I have to ask you about the MVP race just because it's a really po- – obviously it's popular betting t- or topic on sports shows, but in the betting community, like, you know, betting shows like ours and podcasts and everything, it's like all anybody's basically talking about. And it kind of comes down to, like, a pretty central question. I'm curious kind of how you feel about this. Basically, like, how valuable do you really think Brock Purdy is to what the Niners are doing? So they're about an 11.5-point favorite now on the road in Arizona on Sunday. Curious how you feel about that game. And also, like, if it's Brock Purdy and Dak at the end, or it's Brock Purdy and Josh Allen at the end, or Brock Purdy and Tyreek and Lamar Jackson, like, could you see, if you had a vote, could you see yourself voting for Brock Purdy, despite maybe the fact that he's just he's surrounded by a ton of talent? Should that be a knock on him? Well, he is surrounded by talent, but I think he's the best player with all the talent that's around him. I think he's better than anybody else on that offense. They've, put, they, they, they've had basically the You think he's better than McCaffrey? Baldy? You think Purdy's yeah. better than Christian McCaffrey yeah. or Debo Samuel? Yes. Yeah, they've had, I mean... Look, they haven't played offense with, with – with, with, I mean, McCaffrey played with Jimmy Garoppolo. They didn't look like this. You know, Debo's played with Jimmy Garoppolo. They played with Nick Mullins. They, they, none of them look like this. The offense never looked like it is right now. I mean, he's their best player, and he plays like that almost every week. So, as good as Christian McCaffrey is, I mean, the team is locked in. So, I mean, everybody's pulling their own weight. But nobody has more weight to get it done than Brock Purdy. And so his accuracy, his touch, the vision, how he sees the field, his decision-making, it's impeccable. And so they're not, you know, they're not the number one seed right now without Brock Purdy. Now, you can make the argument for Dak, and it's a good argument because Dak has been all of that too in Dallas. But, you know, they have won with backup quarterbacks in Dallas. They won a lot of games last year, you know, without Dak. As valuable, but, you know, and, and then I saw, I did the Monday night game Tennessee and Miami, and I saw what Miami's offense looked like without Tyreek on the field. And you can make a case that Tyreek 
is their best player. And I think he is their best player, but like their, their team and their offense doesn't look anything like it does against a lot of other games when Tyreek's not on the field. Really interesting the stuff there from Baldy on the candidates for NFL Most Valuable Player. Uh, we do have a piece of injury news here to hit. Josh Jacobs, per Ian Rappaport of NFL Media, this is for our live audience. Josh Jacobs not going to play tonight, per Ian Rappaport. And, and that, that's not unexpected that Jacobs will miss the game tonight. So Zamir and Amir, Zamir White and Amir Abdullah, going to be the two Raiders running backs uh, getting the, the rock tonight against the Los Angeles Chargers on Thursday Night Football. You better you bet with Nick and Ken. Our guest right now is Odyssey Sports NFL insider, the great Brian Baldinger on Twitter at Baldy NFL. Baldy, so many great games for us to hit, but you'll be on the call of the Texans and the Titans, and we've got news on this game that just hashtag crossed the wire. So let's go here, where for the second consecutive day, both C.J. Stroud and Nico Collins do not practice. That literally crossed about a minute ago. No Stroud, no Collins. Stroud remains in concussion protocol. Collins still dealing with the strained calf. So this, it looks like this is going to be Davis Mills coming up on Sunday without Nico Collins. Tank Dell obviously out for the year. Baldy, against the Titans team coming off an upset went over the Dolphins on Monday night. It looks like we may get Tennessee Baldy as a three and a half point favorite in this game if that's going to be the case. Total of 37. So like, d- do you think the Titans can put Davis Mills and the Texans away assuming Mills starts? What do you think we see on Sunday assuming it's Davis Mills? Well, I don't think anybody's enamored by Davis Mills. I mean, he started games in this league. They haven't won many games with him as a starter. Uh, Tennessee is like, I, I was blown away by Will Levis, to be honest with you. I met him for the first time Monday night. And, you know, down 27-13, that guy went to war. Um, he is a, you know, like like uh, you know, like they said about him after the game, uh, when Nuke said that, you know, this guy's a dog. He's a dog, man. He looks like a block of granite. Um, he's a really good kid. They've got rookies and Tajay Spears and Jalen Duncan and Peter Skaronsky everywhere on offense. Yet, I mean, that guy made one big throw after another. I was impressed, and I thought defensively, uh, considering they've got basically rookies at corner all over the place in Tennessee, and they play without Jeffrey Simmons, their best player, I thought it was a, a heroic effort by Tennessee, and I think it's more than capable of, of um, you know, a- adding more wins right here with this game against Houston, especially if C.J. Stroud is going to be down. I mean, I don't think it's definitely yet, but usually if you don't practice by Thursday and you're in concussion protocol, you probably aren't going to play on Sunday. That's kind of how it goes. I, I, I like Tennessee in this game as a result. Baldy, we did MVP already, obviously, on the show. A player who's normally in that discussion, like every year, basically, he's been a starting quarterback, is Patrick Mahomes. But this year's been a little different. You know, some some narrow losses last week, yelling at officials and just like the call on Canarius Tony, and they lose to Buffalo. And now they kind of find themselves in an interesting situation, like in the middle of the AFC playoff picture instead of like the number one seed. And a really interesting game flex to one o'clock Eastern time on Sunday against the Patriots. So the Chiefs Baldy in Foxborough still, despite again, losing all these games, things not going great. The Chiefs are still more than a touchdown favorite against the Patriots on Sunday. I'm curious, like, do you agree with that? Like, do you think the Chiefs can blow out any team right now? What do you make of that point spread and how the Chiefs are playing right now? Well, I mean, I think Patrick Mahomes could still win the MVP because you, you, you I mean, it's probably the worst roster that he's had around him. And it's evidence in what we've seen from the receiving core and the drops and the mistakes and lack of detail and everything that we just saw last week. So if they come out and win their final four games and they win, I don't know, 12 games, whatever, uh, and they win the West and who knows, maybe they're a number one seed or doesn't matter. um, That could probably show that if Mahomes 
just balls out in the final month of the season, like maybe he plays himself into the conversation because we know how little there is around him. But, like, I think the Patriots will do a good job on Travis Kelsey. I think the difference in his game, honestly, is the Chiefs defense. I think the Patriots are going to have a hard time scoring. Um, you know, it's going to be a lot of Zeke Elliott like we saw last week. He had 29 touches last week. Zeke was really good. But Kansas City's defense, they can play any style of defense. And so I just think the pressure that they'll be able to apply to Bailey Zappi, you know, I don't know if the Patriots are going to score points or more than seven points in this game. I can't see them driving the field on Kansas City very often uh, the way that they play. So I think they're very limited. I think this is a Kansas City win, and I think they cover. Can Tommy DeVito keep the good vibes rolling on Sunday in New Orleans? The Saints, six-point favorites at home over the Giants. Well, I mean, you know, the one thing about Tommy DeVito last week was his mom didn't have to wash his uniform, you know, when that game was over. It was completely clean. Green Bay nearly laid a glove on him. He didn't hit the deck. Uh, And that's because, you know, Andrew Thomas is healthy and John Michael Schmitz is healthy and Justin Pugh's been an upgrade at left guard. And he actually got an offensive line. Right now, they ran for 209 yards last week against a good Green Bay defense. I think Tommy DeVito can keep it going. I think Tommy, Cut, you know, Cutlass can go down there. And I don't think just because he's in New Orleans, he's in the Superdome, that anything is going to change. I think he's prepared. He made good plays last week. I think they'll continue to emphasize running the football and taking the ball out of his hands at times. And then I think whoever's playing quarterback, for the Saints, I don't know that it makes a difference at this point, guys. I think Wink Martindale's defense is playing really good. And I think that they're going to get their number of opportunities, free hitters, to the quarterback in New Orleans to affect that side of the ball. I think the Giants keep it going. Baldy, do you think the Lions get back on track on Saturday night? Expectation in the betting market is that they're going to win by margin in this game, a four-and-a-half-point home favorite against Russell Wilson, Sean Payton, and the Broncos. Uh, Lions obviously off that Chicago loss last week. What do you make of that game here in about a minute? I like Denver. I like Denver to go in there and win. I thought Denver should have won two weeks ago against Houston. They didn't finish it out, but they obviously took care of business with the Chargers this week. I think defensively they're very solid. They 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 break down your protections as well as any defensive football right now and affect the quarterback like they did last week. And then I think offensively, like they, I don't think the Detroit's great defensively. And if they force a couple turnovers, like I think they will, and they have, I think it's going to be tough for Detroit. Baldy telling you thinks Denver's going to win on Saturday night in Detroit against the Lions. My friend, let's close with this. Thursday night football tonight in Vegas. The Raiders three-point home favorites. Aiden O'Connell going to start. I don't know if he finishes the game. Easton Stick obviously starting for the Bolts. No Keenan Allen. No Josh Jacobs. Point total is 35. Baldy, do you have a strong thought on who's going to win this game or whether or not it's going to be high or low scoring? Have about 30 seconds for the answer. Well, it was 3 nothing last week. Minnesota <laughs> over uh, Las Vegas. I mean, 3 nothing, Nick. I mean, I mean, I take the under in the game. I don't think either offense is going to be very good. Um, but I do like I do like what Vegas is doing on defense. I mean, for the first time in a long time, I, had, I actually enjoyed watching Raiders defense with anybody besides Max Crosby, who's their best player. I mean, you know, Tyree Wilson really showed up last week. Marcus Epps is still the Eagles' best safety. Like, you know, Robert Spillane has been a great up, upgrade at linebacker. I, I like the way – the Raiders are playing defense right now and they might end up outscoring their offense because I think that could easily happen tonight 
um, the way the Chargers are playing. And look, Easton Stick, I think it's his first start. Um, maybe we'll see another quarterback that has sat for four or however years it's been for Easton, and maybe there's a benefit to just sitting and we see some star-studded performance from Easton Stick, but I, I, I doubt it. Like, we're going to see that. I, I like the Raiders to win this game, but I take the under all day long. Baldy, we appreciate it. Uh, enjoy all the games. Have a great call the Texans and the Titans this weekend. Stay well. We'll talk to you next week. You got it, Nick. Take care. See you, Tim. Odyssey Sports NFL insider Brian Baldinger joined us on the show. Make sure to check out the best football show with Baldy on the Odyssey app or wherever the hell it is that you find your podcasts. Baldy, a Broncos money line on Saturday night. I like that thought from Brian Baldinger. The yeah, my lungs. On the other side, we'll get prop bets coming up for Week 15 in the NFL from our pal Connor Allen from Four for Four and Bet Spurts. We'll be right back with you. Better you bet. Presented by Bet MGM <laughs> on the BetQL Network.